up until this point, you may have been aimlessly floating through life, searching for happiness. Maybe you tried Googling cat videos. You got a little chuckle. Maybe you tried binge drinking. You wound up face down, pants down in the bushes. Maybe you tried occasional narcotics to get a little stimulation. Maybe you tried strange sex. Maybe you tried reality television. Maybe you tried to find the answers by asking your teachers or asking your religious influences or your coworkers or your family or your friends. But maybe you weren't doing the right thing. Maybe your approach was wrong. You big silly little goose. You have been searching for thrills, not happiness, because happiness is not something you can find. It's only something that you can create. Close your eyes and visualize how your life looks when you are truly excited, when you are truly pumped up to jump out of bed and approach the day, when you are truly engaged and lit up by the people around you, by the projects you're working on by everything that you are involved with. When you feel meaning, when you feel purpose, close your eyes and visualize how your life feels in that situation. Then get out a little piece of paper, get out a note card, open up the palm of your hand and write down what is the one step that you can take today to move towards that vision. What is the one thing that you can do today to move towards that vision of excitement and happiness and thrills and meaning and purpose. Do that one thing. Do the one thing. Fuck the search engines that are presented to you. Create your own results. There are infinite hugs and smooches headed your way. Just open your arms. I am Heath Armstrong. This has never stopped peaking. It's depressing like a dimple on your butt. If you behave, you'll get a nickel you can spend on stuff. And in time, you'll get a dime if you impress your boss. So you can buy some more stuff just to numb your thoughts. You've been a space-driven higgity hunk of me since birth. Flying through the universe on a rock called Earth. Composed of stardust with an emotional gut. Why you letting conformity slam you up the butt? You're not one fucks, two fucks, red fucks, blue fucks. You can play duck hunt and wait around for luck. Or you can rent a big truck and drive your vision. Build a palace to the moon. While your schmuck friends piss their pants Get up and dance, rocket ship that booty Take a chance for your freedom, miggity milk that booby Cause when the fear attacks, it tries to crack what you're thinking Fuck no, you'll never stop peeking Well hello, stinky little boys and girls What up people? I am pumped connecting out of Nashville. Don't have my regular mic, so it may sound a little bit off, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm back in Tennessee, which is humid as, I, I mean, I've been melting walking around. I forgot how blessed we are up in Oregon with the 65 degree weather every day, especially for a half ginger as I am. Um, but I had a fantastic dinner last night. If you guys have listened to one of the first episodes that I did, I did it with Jared and Gaza, 
who also just happened to be the stranger that I met on a plane 10 years ago, who infected me with this energy that allowed me to uh, sort of give myself a second look at the way I was approaching life and then start opening up and expanding my awareness to create this type of lifestyle that I have today. And all of that freedom and all of the energy that I had would have never manifested had it not been for Jared. The episode that we did together was incredible, but this was a, a reunion in person for the first time um, since that plane flight. And so I went over there with my sister and we had dinner. He's in Tennessee right now getting ready to move to San Diego. And it was just pure magic. His kids are pure magic. His wife is pure magic. Being around it, the entire thing was just something that felt so familiar yet had not happened yet. And when it happened, it was just like, I don't know. It was like I had been there before, but not knowing so. And I'm inspired. I'm in flow. And we had just like connecting on all sorts of different levels of light. And I'm just so pumped to move forward and see where this newfound, I guess, extended bond of a relationship that we've had and kind of trickled in over the last 10 years turns into. And I'm, I'm really pumped to bring that to you guys. If you guys don't listen to his podcast, he does a fantastic show on the heightening of self-awareness, uh, personal development, and the overall great awakening. It's called Anipi radio. So go check that out on iTunes. Um, and it got me thinking a lot about reflection, overcoming darkness and acknowledging our presence, investing in ourself, and all of these other fantastic things that we can do to position ourselves to be with our highest self, if that makes sense. A lot of selfs in there. Um, and another side of the spectrum, we did launch the Sweet Ass Domination Deck on Kickstarter. We got 100% funded in three days. Unbelievable. You guys are insane. Um, I cannot thank you enough for the support. I'm really pumped to get this out into the world. I've been sending some brief samples out to people and I printed a whole bunch of cards, uh, sample cards, not the actual ones that we're getting from the manufacturer, but I've been handing them out in person to people because I know if they just hold these cards, they're going to see the magic in them and they will probably go in and support the Kickstarter so that we can get these into other people's hands around the world. It's pure magic. Um, to be a part of this project, to be infected by Jared's energy on a plane. I was going to say touched by Jared, but that, that seems a little bit, uh, it seems a little kinky if you ask me, but, <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's just, it's all been magic. And I am just so blessed to be able to, to put these out into the world, these bursts of wisdom that help you sort of turn the way that you think in a day around if you're in a fuck hole, if you're distracted, if you're pissed off, if stress is trying to shove nasty things up your ass, if there's a cactus that's laying on the ground and you've painfully chosen to take it and stick it inside of your pee hole until you can't take the pain anymore and you just want to jump away into a giant lake of pure peace and bliss and never come out of the world again, never be yourself again, never return to who you once were. If you're in that situation, these cards could be good for you. <laughs> but if I'm in a position where I want to reflect, I really, I'm a list guy. I start making crazy lists. Some of these things that you can do if you want to reflect, list out what makes you happy right now. That's a good reflection, right? List the things that get you out of your head. What are all the things that you can do in life that, that pull you out of your headspace? 
That's a reflection. List the things that you love to do that don't involve direct technology. That's a reflection. List people that make you feel happy in your life. That's a total reflection. These are all incredible exercises that you can put into place. If you want to get into acknowledging the self, which is also something that is very hard for us to do because we get so consumed with what other people think or what we're doing for the world and other people that we forget to acknowledge ourselves and how magical it actually is to give ourselves power. Because the more power we give ourselves, the more power we have to help other people. So there are a couple things that you can do to acknowledge yourself. Also, in the form of lists, uh, list everything that lights you up, that makes you feel passionate. That's an acknowledgement. It can also be a reflection. List all of the books or the resources that make you feel happy, that make you feel excited. Acknowledge those things because they contribute to your power. List the things that you seem to prioritize before doing what actually makes you happy. So this is something that can really dive into the effect of acknowledging the truth of the self. List all of the things that you are prioritizing before yourself. Because you can do that and then you can start to rearrange that, that order. And it's not as scary as you think. And a really good way to acknowledge your power is to just list out when you felt like you did something awesome for somebody else. You made a difference in somebody else's life. You touched somebody else. Not in the way that Jared touched me on the plane. Physically. But in the way Jared touched me on the plane. <laughs> mentally. List the times when you felt like you made a difference in somebody else's life. Acknowledge your power. Invest in yourself. So... How, how do you approach investment? And this is this is a tough category that I think it can be very confusing for some people, but it comes kind of around the values and beliefs that you are invested in. What are your core values? What means the most to you in the world? What means the most to you in the future? And how do you arrange your life in the present to be able to make sure that all of those things are always present and not just in the future, not just in the past. So the, first, the, the easiest way to start that out is to list out your values, list out your beliefs. List out the projects that you get really passionate about, but maybe you haven't finished yet. List all of the ways over the past 10 years you've been faking it until you make it. List all of the ways that you fake it to your friends and your family because that's the life that you truly want. Those are the things that you really want to be involved with. That is the person that you really want to be. So you talk about it. You project yourself in that manner, but maybe you really aren't invested completely. How can you take those things and invest more so that you're not faking it any longer, so that you're manifesting it instead? Because I promise you, all manifestation in life, we fake it first. I'm not ashamed to admit that. I talk and say and do in the present tense before it actually comes to life. You have to. 
That's part of your power. That's part of the message that I was talking about with Jared at his dinner last night was how humans in our bodies, with our soul, connected to the physical realm, we actually have so much power beyond what we can even comprehend. And a lot of it comes when we start vocalizing it. Because when we vocalize it, we connect to other people, to external things. And then when those connections happen, we create webs. And these webs allow these ideas to actually come into the world. I may not have all the answers. You may not have all the answers. Jared may not have all the answers. But when we vocalize what we want, what we're looking for, what we're trying to create, the people with the answers show up. And they don't have all the answers to themselves either, but maybe you have their answer. And that's how the web happens. That's how the creative surge begins. That's how acknowledgement begins. That's how true investment in what matters begins. That's how we bring the great awakening to life. Transformation. Transformation. Oh man, this is a big subject. And I'm just going to give you some brief exercises in the transformation realm as well, but it's something that we obviously talk about on many different podcasts because I went through a gigantic transformation but there is such a bigger transformation yet to happen. But last year, I feel like I let myself die in a good way. And Jared was talking the same thing. Like, it was very hard. It was a struggle. But sometimes you have to let yourself die before you can be born to what the next phase is. It may sound a little woo-woo, but we fucking love woo-woo sometimes. It's the perfect mix of woo-woo and fuck yeah. It's what you need. It's real. It's authentic. Transformation. Transformation. List the happiest moments that you've had over the past year. What are they? The happiest moments that you've had over the past year. List everything that you can think of that makes you uh, water at the mouth like a treat. What are all the different ways in life that you can treat yourself? What are the ways that you can reward yourself? What are the ways that you can celebrate yourself? Then list all of the things that you're ready to get rid of in your life. What are all of the things that maybe have been just sucking on to you and you've noticed them? You've noticed a little bit of pain. Maybe you've noticed you're outgrowing it a little bit. It could be a person. It could be a material. List these things out. They could be things around your home. They could be things in your closet. All of these things that you are ready to get rid of. Emotional, physical underneath your bathroom sink next to the dildos and the toilet paper or in your mind emotionally stored behind the magic from when you were a child stored behind the trauma from when you were born list all of the things that you are ready to get rid of 
and then list all of the ways that your life will be better once these things are moved out of the way. What kind of channel can you open up to bring in if you move these things out of the way? The things, the people, the experiences that you want to say yes to, that you long to say yes to. This is an incredible practice. I can go on and on with lists because I make them all the time. It's it's one of the best forms of uh, therapy for me. But when you actually start looking at what makes you feel a certain way. And then you remove yourself from that and you kind of witness it. Like, ah, why does that make you feel a certain way? You realize that usually it's not really connected to you or your highest power or your highest self. It's usually connected to something that happened in the past or something you're worried about in the future. But what happens if you rearrange all of that? If you paint the canvas white and start adding on the things that excite you, adding on the things that transform you into your higher self, opening your channel to the magic and the purpose and the meaning and the beauty, that's where true happiness comes in. And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. I want to talk to you guys a little bit about overcoming darkness as well. I was in a, a hole last week before we launched the Kickstarter. Um, you guys go to RageCrate.com if you want to check out this Kickstarter. It's incredible. We've raised over six thousand uh, dollars, pushing seven. If we get to seven thousand seven hundred seventy-seven, I am going to. Get in my embarrassing undies on Facebook Live. I'm going to put cards all over my body, and I'm going to attempt to motivate you while chugging a half gallon of almond milk. (laughs) As ridiculous as that sounds. Uh, Help us get to that goal. It's going to be fun. But I was having some bad days, just stress, right? Stress and resistance. When I have a bad day, it's a battle. Until I, I realize that it's just really my own misperception. And then I can sort of get out from under that shell, and I'm fine again. But as I've been exploring the magic of living in flow, my awareness is really wrapped around the observation that light is winning in this world. I really do believe that light is winning in this world. But it only wins when we allow it to, when I allow it to, when you allow it to. When we allow it to win, light wins. It's easy to get distracted by darkness. Darkness of stress, resistance, suppression, Evil Urges, which is a great My Morning Jacket album, by the way. Uh, Sorry, I had to check to make sure this was still recording. (laughs) But our attention, or in another way, our light, it becomes poisoned by distraction because of this modern maniac world. 
Distractions keep us from focusing on what truly matters, which is the light within us, which is our goals, our visions, our dreams, our purpose, our meaning, our highest calling. And I think a big part of the problem is that many of you, including me for most of my life, are surrounded by constant distractive circumstances and people and materials. And as I've been exploring this unknown creative world and shaping my life around light and not darkness, I've realized something insanely magical. You could replace the poisonous distractions in your life that keep you from your goals and your highest self with magical reminders to work towards your goals and your highest self. Huh. It's not that hard, motherfuckers. It's just about changing the people that you hang around the materials that you engage with, and the places that you adventure to. One step at a time, one baby step at a time. It doesn't have to be all at once. Essentially, you can replace all negative distractions in your life with positive reminders. If you can lose focus in a split second because of a toxic negative distraction, like a hostile text or a boss email or some asshole egging your house in the middle of the day, then maybe you should surround yourself with inspirational people and places and resources so that the only distractions available are actually just reminders of the magic you are working towards and already have within you, to be honest. (laughs) Does that make sense? When you are in this type of situation, you can't even get stressed if you try because the support is there to guide you back to your light. When I was down in Nicaragua at The Unconventional Life, I cannot tell you. I mean, you could have, there was nothing there that could have pissed me off. There was nothing there that could have thrown me off my flow game. Because everybody there was a sheer reminder of magic and peace and awareness and in the moment. Everybody there was full of love. And no matter what I did or thought or said, I couldn't fall off track because I was surrounded by all of these incredible reminders of the magic in our life. So when you are in this situation, you can't get stressed, even if you try. The support is there to guide you right back to your light. It's just hard to get yourself in that position. It's just difficult in a world where you're surrounded by all of these things that have been a part of your life since you were born to be able to just say, okay, bye-bye everything. Bring on the new amazing happy stuff. Let me have at it. Because, you know, we have jobs, right? We have family members, We have other sources that are around us that it's hard to disconnect from. But it's all a process, one baby step at a time. Living in flow involves creating your lifestyle around freedom and happiness, purpose, playfulness. It's a cocktail of excitement, one that you should be drinking every single day. And it all starts with overcoming your physical and mental states that keep you in the dark, in that stinky little stink hole. We're only buttholes and criminals and uh, you too should hang out. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, you two lovers. In every situation, you do have the power to lighten up. You really do. You have the power to overcome resistance. You have the power to bring your smiles to this sexy dance of life. Pure salt, baby. No fucking sugar. To simplify this idea, it's all about building your awareness around the good, not the bad. This opened up a whole new channel of mindfuckery for me over the past few days. It's 
around the idea that we become what we think about, right? Like, so you become what you think about. Have you heard that? Right? So why, with so much good in this world, do, do so many of us expend our thoughts and our time and our energy worrying about the bad? Stress, resistance, news, war, societal status, suppression, pain. Why do we worry about the bad so much if there's so much good around us? These are all valid subjects because we need to be aware of these dark forces to be, over, to, to be able to overcome and to change and to take power over them, yes. But they shouldn't be the forces that run our thoughts or our decisions or our life. But sadly, for most of us, we allow them to at least intervene, if not over, overtake us. But here's what you need to pay attention. There are miracles that are all around us, 24-7, 365. If you ask most people in the world if they've ever seen a miracle, the majority are going to say, fuck no. No. Maybe, maybe if they're religious, they consider some miracle that they saw, like Jesus in their cereal bowl or something like that. Maybe they've seen a miracle. But if you ask most people in the world if they've ever seen a miracle, you're going to get a no. Why is this? Because we have turned into a society that focuses on the bad and we ignore the good. Instead of using our minds and bodies to sustain and become aware of and build more light into our lives and in this world, we are ignoring our light and focusing on the darkness because it's easier. It's easier. It's just how it is, man. Being real... (laughs) Being... God damn it. Being happy and free isn't realistic, is it? It ain't realistic, motherfucker. Being happy and free, that ain't fucking realistic. Who the fuck are you? Let me learn you something. (laughs) We are ignoring our light and focusing on our darkness because it's easier. The two excuses, it's just how it is. It's not realistic to be the other way around. That's all bullshit, man. Girl, it's all bullshit. It's an illusion. Every single one of us has a fire inside of us that is burning, and you know exactly what is inside of you. You have hopes. You have dreams. You have big things to do in this magical life. But you are simply choosing to ignore the flame because it scares the fuck out of you. It's normal. I'm scared all the time. Jared's scared all the time. Marion Williamson said, It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. This is true. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It's not fucking easy. It's never easy. To take a step into the unknown world, to surrender to your power, to give everything you've ever known up and explore what your intuition is leading you towards, it's not easy. It's hard. Yes, it takes time. Yes, and it takes a slow awakening of your awareness. But as with any other journey, one step at a time will take you a thousand sexy fucking miles. Sexy miles of exploration, of taste that you've never tasted, 
of senses that you've never sensed, of colors you've never seen before. It seems so overwhelming to approach your calling. So you may generally just flood your day with business and say, you don't have time. We don't have time. I've got too much other stuff to do. Business, family, friends, texts, emails. Again, it's all bullshit. I'll call it out. I'll tell it like it is. If you don't have time, if you don't have time for yourself, if you don't have time for your power, for your magic, for your higher awakening, you don't have a life. If you are alive, you have time. I hate to break it to you. You can't use that excuse. You have time. You just have to make the decision to have time. The I don't have time or the I could never do that is a limiting belief. Limiting beliefs are controlled by the dark forces of resistance and fear. If you believe these things, you are conforming and simply existing. You're not thriving. You're not living. You're not joining with your power. You're not fucking dominating all of the magic that you should be dominating. Your sweet ass is conforming. You aren't shining. You're not becoming your highest self. And when you do all of those things, the darkness wins. You have got to take action and move towards your internal flame and bust that fucking thing out into the world. Despite the popularity of the old saying, good things come to those that wait. You guys heard that? Good things come to those that fucking wait. Seriously? Dog shit. <laughs> it's resistance. If I could get on a goddamn drone and fly around the world pissing on everybody who used that excuse, I'd do it. Good things come to people who fucking rage. Good things come to people who go. Good things come to people who do, who take action right here, right now, in every moment. You can sit around in the dark your whole life, squeezing your butt cheeks, holding your dreams and your hopes and your happiness hostage from the world, or you can open up those sweet cheeks and let the real you, powered by unlimited light that's behind you, out into the world. Quit squeezing those butt cheeks. Go fucking spread eagle, baby. Get on your back. Do the splits. Let your magic flow into the world. Passion, creativity, happiness, excitement, playfulness, understanding, miracles, bliss. Don't squeeze, people. You need to clear your channel so more light can come into your life. You got to get that darkness out so that you can absorb the good stuff. So that the real you can flow out into the world. Spread eagle, baby. You can flood out the darkness and absorb all the light, all with that sexy rear end that you've had since you were born. You can do this, all with the goods that mama gave you. Light doesn't have to absorb just through your skin, you know. The happiest days of your life begin when you decide to focus on the good and not the bad. The light, not the darkness. Get away from the people who think it's not realistic. You want to hear some fucking truth? I am realistic because I expect miracles every day. Not because I doubt them. That's your new mindset. You are realistic because you expect miracles every day. If you spend your life highlighting the good and not the bad, the good will be the brightest part of your life. Just like highlighting a book. Whatever you highlight is more noticeable than the rest every time you open that book in the future. The problem that I started talking about earlier 
is that the modern world is mostly stuck in a funk of highlighting the bad and not the good. And this affects the way that we approach our lives. We forget about all the good things, the miracles. We forget about them. And we only notice the bad. We forget about all the normal things, which are also miracles, because we are only noticing the bad. But the normal things are also good. They're pure magic, life, breath, mobility, conversation, senses, interaction, emotion, flow. We are so incredibly blessed to be surrounded by miracles and by light and by nature, quote unquote normal, so often that we actually just forget about them. We forget how fucking awesome our lives actually are. Because there are so many awesome things that are happening all of the time, paralleling each other, surrounding us. It's called hedonic adaptation. We get used to the miracles and they no longer seem like miracles. This has been happening since we were born. We are flooded by miracles and we don't even know it anymore. So instead, we concern ourselves with the bad things that occasionally sneak into our fortress of everlasting light. So here's my question to you. How would things be different if the entire world, if life as we know it, was pure darkness, all bad, but very rarely, very rarely, good things snuck through the fortress of darkness? What if every breath you took involved severe pain, suffering, trauma, depression, war, famine, poverty, starvation, suffering, again to the max? What if every breath you took involved these things? How would the idea of your commute to work in your comfy Prius blasting hit me baby one more time seem then? Would you still complain about how annoying and boring it is to have to go to work every day and make money to buy things? Or would the idea now seem like heaven to you, like a miracle? There are people in this world that aren't as fortunate as you or me or anybody that we know. Their reality is much like the nightmare scenario that we just talked about with pain, with poverty, with malnutrition, with war, famine, uncertainty. Not even sure if life will last one more day or if it even matters. Maybe it would feel better to let go. And guess what? These less fortunate brothers and sisters and mothers and fathers and babies, they are often the happiest people in the fucking world. And you know why? Because they see miracles in everything. Every sip of water that they take, every roof that they get a chance to lay their head under for a night, every ray of sunshine, every drop of rain, every breath of air, every bite of potion and beans, every minute of every day, they see miracles. They are aware of the miracles because they live in the darkness. They are so used to the bad that they ignore it and they only focus on the good. This is why they are happy. We are so used to the good. We are so used to the good that we ignore it, and we only focus on the bad. That is why we're unhappy. How would your life be different if everything was bad? Would you find a way to only focus on the good? Would you then finally realize the amount of miracles that surround you every single day, every single minute? The clothes that you have on right now, the food that you have in your belly, 
the water that you've sipped to stay hydrated. We are very fortunate that our lives are not filled with war, famine, trauma, starvation. But the side effect has been that we are so used to miracles that we are completely unaware of how incredible our lives actually are. You're a fucking miracle. Why don't you have more gratitude? I'm a fucking miracle. Why don't I have more gratitude? What do we have to do to start opening the awareness and start paying attention to this wonderful life on a higher scale? You can have the best of both worlds if you want, your physical circumstance and your awareness of miracles. You can have the best seat in the house. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of if you allow. One of my favorite quotes by Einstein, which I have in the Sweet Ass Journal, you guys can check that out if you go to sweetassjournal.com or just search on Amazon, is there are only two ways to live your life. One is if nothing is a miracle, and the other is if everything is a miracle. It is unbelievably powerful to live by that. It's so simple but powerful. You can either look at all of the darkness all of the time and ignore the light or you can be aware of the light. Your circumstances, your surroundings, and the people that you surround yourself with really aren't that bad. They're actually balls of light themselves. They just don't know the secret either. If you surround yourself with those who do, your focus and your happiness will become an unstoppable partner with you in your journey to discover your personal legend, your highest self. This world needs the magic that you have to offer. So it's time to spread eagle, baby. Push, baby, push. I really want you to think about that. Think about what it would be like if everything was taken away from you, if it was pure pain and suffering, if it was pure darkness, then how would everything that's in your life look? Because it would look like a miracle. Because it is a miracle. So have more gratitude. Pay attention. And be one with your highest self and with your love. I hope all of you have an incredible rest of the week. Go check out the Kickstarter at RageCreate.com if you need a little bit of kick-ass motivation to help remind you of how magical you fucking are. If you don't want to just listen to this podcast, these cards are perfect for hiding around your house, for handing out to people, strangers, trickling around the world, changing people's day, changing people's lives, change your day, change your life. Great book by Aubrey Marcus, by the way. I love you all, and... I'll see you in the future. Ta-ta. There's a place called space and it's got the magic. There's a place called space and it's got the balls. There's a place called space and it's got the passion. There's a place called space where we can smash the walls. There's a place called space where we'll face fuck conformity and the chatter of incompetence is slaughtered at birth. In this place called space, we'll build a factory of smiles that will assemble with our minds and sell to Earth. Mmm. 
Oh, 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 yeah. Well, hello, everybody. This is Todd. I was um just checking in. You know, I'm Heath's buddy, his sidekick, and I am here to do my duty, and that is to say thank you to Mr. Jeremy Thomas, cutie pie, really sexy when he wears his glasses. And Mr. Matthew Jaggers for providing the collaboration on the jams for this episode. You can follow Heath on social media at Heath Fist Pumps. Not to be confused with at Heath Fists, which may take you to a very, very dirty account. Something from my past, possibly, but no longer. I'm a changed man. For every single review that you help leave on iTunes... For this podcast, Heath will graciously donate $2 to the HELP International Foundation that he works with in Uganda for the kids. And then also, um, if you leave a review on Amazon, if you're somebody who does own the Sweet Ass Journal, he will also donate another $2 towards the babies in Africa. Pretty good deal if you have a couple spare minutes you can help contribute, and we are very much appreciative. And then, if you want to leave a comment or you have a question for the show, don't be shy. Go to heatharmstrong.com forward slash voice, and we do want to play those on the show and have audience interaction. Uh, It's a pretty kinky thing that we do here, and uh, we would just love to hear what you got inside of you, if you know what I mean. For everything else, go to heatharmstrong.com forward slash podcast and to support the current Kickstarter or to check out the Sweet Ass Domination deck, go to ragecreate.com. It's been a fantastic time, a fantastic launch, and we are very excited in a hard kind of way, if you know what I mean. For you to be here listening right now, we hope that we've been able to juice up those sexy little earlobes and... Next time, maybe if they're hanging low, you can tie them in a knot or tie them in a bow. <laughs> Peace out. Ta-ta. Ta-ta.